Before I left, he said, Hey, follow me. Took me to this room, grabbed an envelope, and handed it to me. And I looked inside. And I took out. You just clicked on the Beginner's Podcast. What's the Beginner's Podcast? The Beginner's Podcast is a place where people can begin to open their hearts and their minds. Enjoy. Hey man, I'm feeling really depressed. My family is gone. I just got dumped. My heart is broken and um, I'm all alone at home. I don't know what to do. My chest is tight. My stomach is always feeling bad. I don't have any injuries or anything. This is literally just all my mind. It's all mental. It's all happening in my psyche. What can I do? I need help. help. Hey man, I hear you. The answer is adventure. The, the answer is exploration and discovery. You have to get on out of your house. I can tell you a story of a similar experience I had to you and uh, how I overcame that feeling of darkness, that, that low in my life. Would you like to hear it? Hey man, that'd be, that'd be great if you could tell it to me. Right now I feel just hopeless and uh, I don't know. I don't believe anything will get me out of this. It just feels hopeless. So yeah, man, um, I was in the same place as you. I had just been dumped. I really thought that this was it. This this was the way my whole life was going to be. My whole family had just left out of the country, and I was also all alone at home. But something in me decided to say, you know what, I'm not just going to sit around here in this house. I'm going to go on a road trip. I don't know to where, but I'm just going to do it. So I planned to go up to Oregon, and along the way, I remembered there was a few friends that lived on that highway. So on the way up, I stopped by at a few friends' places. And just spending time with them and talking to them, it changed my spirit a bit. Still felt down, still felt shitty, but I felt different. And that's what matters. So I go further and further up, I get to Oregon, and in Oregon, my friend bought a farm, so I lived on the farm for a little while. And being with the animals, being with the nature and the agriculture up there felt really good. I went to sleep early. I tried to wake up early. I did a few times. And I was in a peaceful spot in my life. I was processing all the stuff that had happened to me and had happened for me. All this stuff that I never took the time to just be quiet and ponder and reflect on. The farm was my space to do that. So after hanging out at the farm, eating fresh vegetables, feeling good, I got into the car and I decided to head back to San Francisco. But before I got back home, I decided to stop by at this place called Mount Shasta. My friends had uh, planned a little mountain hiking trip in Mount Shasta, so they had already set up camp there. So I headed down and I met them there. We made fires at night. It was just really magical. Around the fire, I was just writing in my journal. I must work hard. I must do my best to provide for my family. I was really under this pressure and idea that I had to have these responsibilities, that I was my responsibilities. But then after I wrote, I have a feeling that I'm gonna find my tribe, that they're gonna show up soon. So I climbed up a mountain and I got up there with my friends and just looked out on the world and saw how big it was and how small I was and how small my problems were. And really, that really helped me get over myself. When you can see that 
you're so small and the world is so big, then it's easy to get over yourself. We had some tea up there and then we headed down. On our way down, we heard a big laugh. <laughs> and these two guys walked out from the forest. One was kind of Asian. The other one was a white dude with no hair. <laughs> and uh, I waved my hand at them and they waved back at me and we just started chatting it up. And we found out that the guy who was kind of Asian knew my dad through tea and had uh, been serving it to his friends there. I said, wow, this is really weird. Just out of the blue, I'm meeting someone who has drinking my dad's company's tea. So I decided just to uh, depart from my old crew. Bye guys. Bye guys. And I hopped in the car with these, with these new people I just met. In the car, I just opened up a lot. It just felt like we were old friends seeing each other again after a long time. And um, we just talked about some really deep stuff about childhood and going back and um, giving your, your younger self some attention. It's like hopping in your mental time machine and reflecting on your childhood and reflecting on the things that may have been um, challenging for you. I later found out that the bold white dude was a multimillionaire. We got to his house. It was more of a mansion. I started talking to him and just asking him questions. I wanted to learn a lot. Multi-millionaire. He got there through his team, he said. Wasn't on his own. He had a good team around him. He gave me the advice to pay attention to paying attention. That sentence really hit me hard, 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 hard. Still does. To pay attention to paying attention is the ultimate power that we have and the ultimate practice that we can set forth on. To keep an eye on your own mind, to keep an eye on your own thoughts. And I realized that my attention was in the present past. I was living in the present, but I was dwelling and reflecting on the past, on all the things that had happened to me, all the things that occurred that either were good or bad, I would just dwell on them. And in order to move forward, I had to start focusing on the present future, living in the present, but planning for the future. What am I gonna do tomorrow? What are my goals for this year? What's my life purpose and mission? Where do I wanna be when I'm 80 years old? And just by asking these questions, I started to understand fear a little bit better. I don't need to fear my past. It's already happened. It's past. <laughs> but I do need to fear my future. Because if I'm 80 years old and I'm filled with regret, that's kind of scary. So I will, I will use fear to power myself, to motivate myself, not to be an 80-year-old man who's regretted the life he's lived. The multimillionaire also laughed a lot, just laughed with an open heart. This laugh that is so contagious, and I want that laugh. I want to have that power to laugh whenever I want. Big, open, hearty laugh. It was great. I loved it. I learned a lot from being in his presence. This ability to trick his mind into knowing that everything is possible. Before I went to his place, I had forgotten my little camper stove at the campsite and I said to him oh man um I think I have to go because I, I don't want someone to steal it and he looked at me <laughs> and he started laughing he said look if someone steals it then they're enjoying it and just be happy for them that they're enjoying it do you really need to worry about that little camper stove when you're here when you can be learning when you can be soaking up all the knowledge of these amazing people I have around me, this team. 
be present to this. Be present for yourself. You gotta trick your mind, he said, into seeing even the bad situations as good situations. That's how you transcend them. I was just like laughing. I was like, yeah, I I should be happy for whoever takes my little camper stuff. Like, (laughs) go ahead, take it. It's great. (laughs) I hung out there for about two days and then I had to get going. Before I left, he said, hey, follow me. Took me to this room, grabbed an envelope and handed it to me. And I looked inside and I took out ten thousand dollars said bro i can't take this i'm sorry he said no I, w- I want you to have it because i believe in you and your ability to do good and change the world use this money to make people's lives better because i can't i can't make people's lives better on my own i need i need help to do that this is my way of helping the world by helping another person help the world And that was like, that was a big moment. I'd never had someone just give me $10,000. But that taught me something. That to share is the ultimate happiness. To share with someone else is ultimate happiness. And he taught me that through a huge action. So on on that drive back to San Francisco, I just handed out $100 bills to the gas lady, just some ladies on the street, these two little girls, a farmer. I I felt amazing doing it, just sharing the love. It was absolutely magical, something I never experienced before. And that's inspired me to continue to share. When I feel like getting, that's that's a sign that I need to start giving. And that's deep. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for listening. Appreciate your support. If you found that this was helpful, listen to a few of my other episodes. And if you think any of your friends or family would enjoy this, please share it with them. It really helps a lot. Once again, thank you for listening. I love you. Peace. Peace.